0: Hey Six. Hey Alan, what's up? Oh, not much. Do you want to play a game? It really depends on the game. I only, I only go for the most sophisticated of games. I only, you know what? I'm a serious gamer, Alan, and I want only your best games. What have you got for me?
1: I pulled this one off the shelf. I just dusted it off recently. It's a little game called Rock, Paper,
0: Scissors. Alright, let's do it. First to ten. First to ten, sounds good. Rock, Paper, Scissors, Shoot. Oh, you scissors win. from that's, me. That's six. Okay. Yeah. Scissors from me, paper from you. So win. I win round one. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Does okay. it tie? Yeah, rock, rock. All right. All right. All right.
1: <laughs> oh, that's going to be the thing where we start getting ties over and over again. I love rock, paper, scissors. It's so good.
0: All right. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh oh shit yes all right yes all right
0: that's <laughs> one one okay scissors versus rock you win that one okay rock paper scissors shoot another rock tie all right I have a strategy right. <laughs> i figured it out mm-hmm. rock paper scissors shoot scissors <laughs> tie okay
1: this is the I can hear the machinations in your brain (laughs) twisting. Like, what are they doing? What's going on?
0: All right. Okay. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. (sighs) Shit. (laughs) All right. 2 1 Allen. Delicious. That's uh, rock beat scissors. Yeah. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Paper tie. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Damn it! Rock oh beats scissors again! Oh my god! Three I'm, one the allen. god. <laughs> I'm the goat. Oh no. Yeah. Okay, okay. This can't stand. Alright. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. <laughs> Shit! 4 1? Yes. Oh scissors beats god. paper? Are you kidding this, me? I'm the greatest. <laughs> uh, what a okay. good
1: foot to start on. This is perfection. Like keep going.
0: Alright, alright, here we go. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Scissors tie. Okay. That's Still four one though. Still four one Allen. Yep. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh.
1: Five one really? No. Paper rock Yeah, five one, yeah, huh. Paper That's beats what's... Paper beats rock. Yeah. Huh. huh. Okay. Interesting, All isn't right? it? Oh. It
0: is, it is. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Motherfucker! <laughs>
1: Paper beats rock, six-one. Oh heavens! Mm -hmm. I'm sweating (laughs) because you could take it back Mm. so quickly.
0: Hmm. I gotta Um, think a little bit about this one. Rats. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. There
1: we go. Finally, there we go. Finally,
0: rock beats scissors. Six-two.
1: It turns Uh, out we're actually only playing best of six. All right, because it's your name. All right, we did it. I win. Bullshit! I win. We okay, could change
0: cool. it to best of seven because this is taking forever. If you okay. want.
1: Okay. No, but... no. Well, uh,
0: well, no, let's best of seven. Let's let's just let's let's best of seven. Let's all do right, it. So
1: if I win one more, then that's it. Uh huh. All right. Well, I'm, all right. You've already lost. Let's go. You're already dead.
0: Okay. <laughs> it's like rock, paper, scissors, shoot. No.
1: <gasps>
0: the run back. That's the run back. Paper beats rock. Oh no! You ready? I'm reeling. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. <gasps> Seven, three. Rock beats scissors. Alan Whee- wins. <laughs> I did it. Fuck. Like,
1: I won the. I won Fuck. the. I won the virtual game. I started to. I started to get some. And then I. I hmm. It's. You know what the trick to rock paper scissors? Are we allowed? Should we, Is it okay if we talk about what the, the secret is? Sure. Chaos logic. No logic. I mean,
0: it's 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 harder when I don't have, like, with, with body language, I do much better. Yeah. Do you mm. want me to do
1: it again on a video call?
0: No. No, we're good. <laughs> we're good. You, Alan, you have won the first challenge. Woo! What piece of media shall I be experiencing to report back on for losing rock, paper, scissors?
1: Well, Six, since you lost the game this episode, I'm going to have you read a little comic book known as The Manhattan Projects. Ooh, and they okay. put some spooky music in, probably. Um, it's from 2012. It's uh it's an image comic, so it's indie. It's by Jonathan Hickman, and I read it uh very early on in college, and I thought it was super cool at the time. I don't know if it holds up very well. Do you want the pitch on it?
0: No, I think I think I want, want to get pitch, into it. I want the I want the pitch from the horse's mouth. I guess we'll see. <laughs> Ew, <laughs> the idea of pitch
1: coming from a horse's mouth just sounds gross. But all right, um, all right. Let's see what you end up thinking of it next time.
0: The Garnet Wager is a game where two players compete in challenges while watching episodes of The Genius. Challenges occur once per podcast and the winner receives a quantity of garnets depending on the challenge and can assign media homework for that episode. The loser must report back on that media at the end of the episode. If they liked it, the winner receives an additional garnet. Garnets may also be wagered in various bets according to the whims of the players. Garnets are not obtained automatically. When you successfully win a Garnet, you have five minutes to claim that Garnet, or becomes available for your opponent to claim. The first person to say Jin-ho after five minutes have elapsed receives the Garnet, so long as they inform their opponent of the acquisition at the end of the episode. This is the Garnet Wager. Begin.
1: Good evening, and welcome to the Garnet Wager.
0: Episode 1.
1: The first one. Uh, I'm Alan,
0: and I'm joined by Six. Six, how are you doing? You know, um, I thought I was better at rock, paper, scissors than that, but it's okay. I'm not angry at all. And that's good. We shouldn't be angry.
1: I want to state here on the record right now that I claim the Garnet that I received for winning that game.
0: Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's that's too bad. How how far into this recording are we? Like Not three five minutes like yet. Three minutes. But lo- lo- they won't hear most of that. That most of that was just us being bad at intros. So
1: I'm so. way I'm way less than five minutes then.
0: Yeah. No, you're good. You're Whew. good. Thank God.
1: Uh, I hmm. promise. Th- I only remembered to do it this time because Six reminded me. I'm absolutely going to forget at some point to claim my garnet. I promise that. Yes.
0: All right. Excellent. Well, so this uh, podcast is going to be primarily a uh, watch podcast of The Genius. Uh, we're going to start with season one, and we'll, you know, we might do more after that, we might not, we'll see where we go. But that's at least 13 episodes, so that should treat you just fine.
1: Sounds like a plan. What do we, uh,
0: What, what is the, what's The Genius? So The Genius is a Korean game show, uh, slash reality show, starring uh, thir- a group of 13, and maybe more in future seasons. We don't know, because we're going in decently uninformed, um, 13 uh, celebrities and other, you know, like, professionals who are going to compete in a game of wits, charisma, and social skills and psychology. So basically, every week they come in, they uh, compete in a main match, which will have a winner and a loser, and then they will have a death match with the loser and one other person to see who goes home that week. But this is this is the Garnet Wager, right? And we are named after garnets from the Genius, which is the main currency. In the Genius, garnets are worth approximately a thousand dollars each after the exchange rate, right? Correct. And you collect them and you cash them in for your big prize if you win the show.
1: I'm excited to meet the person who you cash them into, who's just like a put upon uh, clerk. Like the time that I went to a casino and I <laughs> I won a dollar. <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> it was fantastic. But anyway, sorry, that's a that's the story for another day.
0: Yeah. Well, I would say that garnets are even more valuable here on the Garnet Wager. Ooh, why's that? Well, you may not be winning a thousand dollars, but you are we are going to have garnets ourselves, like you have won so far, <gasps> and the winner of this show will have the incredible reward of being able to dangle it over the head of their friend for the rest of their life.
1: Hmm, dangling. No, but actually, like what is it what's what's the mechanical benefit of these here garnets? Oops, I dropped my
0: garnet. Oh my goodness. <laughs> gotta gotta keep it gotta keep it in one of those velvet bags so it doesn't make sense. I sound love the velvet it. bags. I want a velvet, velvet bags. bag. Velvet bags are very good. Ah. Um, I mean, honestly, this is this is between us friends. We're both broke queer dorks. Um there's gonna be no cash prize, but we're here to compete. We're here to win, and damn it, we're not here to make friends, because we're already friends and there's no one else here. So this is about pride. This is about self-respect, which was already in, in short supply, so we got to <laughs> hold on to what we've got left. And this is about entertainment, because you and I, we're both podcasters. We're both entertainers, and we want to make this a good show.
1: Ah, oh, that's beautiful. Why why, does I, why do I always get emotional when someone calls me a podcaster? Like, why is that the thing that makes me go like, I did
0: Because I feel like I can't speak for you, but for myself, any other label feels bad. Because I'd be like, I'm a writer, and it's like, "Mm, Mm. I really don't write as much as I should. Or it's like, I'm a very lowly paid retail worker. That doesn't feel great. I'm a person. That's a low bar. I'm a (laughs) podcaster. Hey, I earned that one. That one feels good. Yeah,
1: that's a really good point.
0: So it's it's something, frankly, that I'm proud of. And I'm proud, I hope of what this show will be, but let's get into it, because we're going to tackle episode one, which uh, is named, from, go ahead.
1: I was going to ask you if the episodes have names, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, they are named after, um, or at least, I don't I don't know if this is official, the way I've always seen them named is that they're named after their main match, which in this case is the 1-2-3 game. <laughs> it's, Yu-Gi- it's Yu-Gi-Oh, it's basically Yu-Gi-Oh. Man, I would really love it if the main match was just <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! That would be really fantastic.
1: A bit of cultural crossover, but yeah, I'm sure Yu-Gi-Oh! made its way to uh, this area. Korea? Korea. Yes, yes. sorry. I mean, my brain completely erased itself. Um, but yeah, so, what do you want to explain first of all what the game is and then what happens in the episode?
0: Well, I think first of all, since this is the first episode, we should probably explain who all our contestants are pretty briefly um we got a nice nice big list here that i've laid out of of the 13 people that will be playing in this game uh first off this is this is in uh, alphabetical order according to their family name uh in korea it's family name first and then you know like personal name second but i went ahead and rearranged it in a in a western way just for our western brains because it's easier for us um no disrespect meant but so the first player is uh minsu cha uh, who is a professional poker and a go player who also is known as as teacher cha he's one of the older members of the cast uh, nice nice pair of glasses on that guy and just a lot of a lot of quiet i don't there's there's something very dignified about that guy like friendly yet dignified
1: yes i like that guy he's kind of yeah i i am i immediately
0: gravitated towards him a little
1: bit i was like oh this guy's charming
0: mm mm-hmm. mhm uh, the next some of these I will note some of these people we know a little less about because like you know we're dealing with celebrities and some people are just less big celebrities so like uh, the next person is uh, Yurum Cha and by the way I apologize for probably some bad pronunciation sorry um, and she is a professional pool player as in like as in like billiards like pool tables um, and yeah apparently she's 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 won some competitions and she's quite good that shot where they
1: first show her playing pool is really exciting. It's like, oh, my God, I want to be good at pool so badly. And also, uh, they, they say something about, like, when you're good at pool, it means you're also basically good at math. So, she's, like, smart mm-hmm. and just all the – she's really smart.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's one of those – one of the things I like about this show is that it generally doesn't, like – it treats everyone with a decent level of respect, And, like, even, like, they're trying to point out the way in which whatever they do makes them, like, smart or skilled in some way. Um, Which is really, it's nice.
1: Right. There is no, like, person to be dunked on or person whose skill is useless. Like, everybody, regardless of their background, is bringing something worthwhile.
0: Mm -hmm. In fact, the most dunkable person who we'll get to is probably the most famous person there. Um, or at least currently the, the, the most popular in, in Korea, or at the time of the recording. Um, next person on our list is Cheung Yup Choi, who is a, uh, a, a young actor and college student. Not a lot of, like, some of these people don't have Wikipedia pages. Cheung Yup is one of the people who doesn't. So I kind of had to just go by what the show told me. Uh, do you wanna, like, you're highlighting one. Do you wanna introduce this one, Alan? Oh, I, t- <laughs> I was just, <laughs>
1: 6 is calling me out. I was going to google him to make sure I had pictures of everybody in my head. Uh next is Jung Moon Choi. Uh TV personality, singer, and and a member of Mensa. AKA another very smart person.
0: Yeah, no, they they make a, a pretty big point of like this one's real smart. You better watch out. You be- better not cry. There it is. Um, there it is. Mm, yeah. Keep it mm. going. So, now we get to the person that I Actually, the one person that I actually knew before I watched this show, um, and I didn't realize at first when I saw him, I was like, ah, is that, is that, um, so it's Jin Ho Hong, who is a, uh, Starcraft, uh, professional player who goes by Yellow, who was one of the, one of the best players during Starcraft Brood War. He was a really terrifying Zerg player and had a big rivalry with Boxer, who is a Terran player, who's probably the best Starcraft player in the world, um. I always loved seeing Yellow versus Boxer matches. They were amazing. And I was like, oh, I know this guy, and he's cool. This is great.
1: I knew I knew who Boxer was. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, this is
0: Boxer's bid rival.
1: Right. I hadn't heard of Yellow before this, unfortunately. I was never really into eSports, but it's cool. It's like, again, one of those, like, you could easily see them being like, oh, he's a gamer, whatever. But, like, no, mm-hmm. he's also super smart.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um it is notable that they point out um they point out specifically like he's he's in eternal second place he's never won an official <laughs> Korean StarCraft tournament. Right. Um he has won official tournaments just not ones recognized by the Korean league. Like he won a tournament like I think it was uh like a BlizzCon official tournament but the Korean league voted that they didn't recognize that tournament and so they took away his only real win. Oh, it's, it's kind of tragic.
1: If he was my favorite, then I would be like, give the boy the win, but he's not my favorite. Not yet.
0: Oh, man. Savage. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I'm actually really curious to hear who your favorite is. <laughs> Let's keep going, though. Uh, we have uh, Gura Kim, who is a uh, comedian and radio host. Yeah. He's got a pretty assertive personality. A little bit like. Arrogant. He's, yeah. He's one of those people who's like so confident in how funny and charming he is that he's kind of a jerk sometimes. Uh huh. And it's an interesting dynamic. He's a very good heel. Yeah, yeah. He's he's he he comes off the bat right away of like, oh, this is one of the the like the bad guys on the show. But like even then, it's like not that much of a bad guy. Just sort of the guy you'd probably prefer not to win, right?
1: Well, because cause isn't he the one that's like, uh, actually, this is actually very easy. And here's how we do alliances, and everyone like buys into his cult of personality. That's gets- actually Teacher Cha. Oh, that's Teacher Cha. Okay.
0: Who's who who we both liked a lot. Yes, um, that's true. But yeah, Teacher Cha is the one who who says like three times in the first episode. It's very simple. Yeah, and it's just like, all right, buddy, here we go. Okay. All right. Uh, we have uh, Kyungran Kim, who is uh, an- another TV personality, and she is she is the person who, coming off of this episode, like scared me the most, and not like I was, you know, not like I was shaken, but sort of like if I was. In that room, and I was competing. She would be the one that would be like, "Ah, oh, this Uh-oh. lady's fucking scary," because she she pulls some she pulls some really like cunning and devious moves that I I to be clear I respect. She's she's a player. She's here to play, and I love it.
1: Yes, definitely. Um, she's yeah, she's a little scary. Uh,
0: we have uh, Minseo Kim, who's another one of the ones who doesn't have a, a Wikipedia page, but she is a uh, auctioneer. And the uh, TV show asserts in her intro that she must be very good at psychological battles because she's an auctioneer, <laughs> and that one seemed like maybe a. Str- I don't. Do you know much about auctioneers, Alan?
1: Not as a career, I don't really know any. I mean, I've like seen them in media, but they I talk mean, really, real like, fast. They, yeah, they talk real fast, and they're good at like convincing people to buy stuff. It's that's kind of
0: that's true. That's true. That's what
1: I know about them, but
0: I guess they can get people to quick sell, which would be pretty useful in this in this competition. So.
1: Yeah, definitely. You you want to convince somebody that the thing that they're looking at is the most desirable thing in the world, you know?
0: Yeah, which which already comes up like many times in this in this like first episode of people like being offered deals and being like, uh, I don't know, I
1: don't know. Right, 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 right.
0: Uh, next contestant we have is Pung Kim, who is a web comic artist and very relatable because he seems like just a friendly dork he's just such a nice nerd yeah yeah he's 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 a good he's a good one
1: uh his art is very good if you ever look it up by the way
0: yeah i looked at a little he's he seems pretty talented i mean i guess to be a nationally recognized webcomic artist you'd have to be pretty damn good and now he's into like and this i think was post uh
1: the gene this season of the genius because this aired in what like 2013
0: this season uh this season was uh yeah 2013
1: so I think around, like, 2015, he became a television cook. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I didn't know that. He's uh, he's branching out for sure. That's great. Cooking is wonderful. I, I oh God, I love cooking so much. I, I don't want to look too much into any of the contestants because I'm going to, like, accidentally run into, like, also oh, this person won, and then I'm going to ruin the whole yeah. podcast.
0: I, I happen to know a contestant on season two that makes me extremely excited to know that they're coming up. Um, oh yeah. And maybe that'll be, maybe we won't be podcasting by that point. And it certainly won't spoil this first run. But I'm like, oh my god, they get him? That's great! Ah. So I was pretty stoked. Um, but beyond for spoilers, uh, also I guess I should have disclosed. I've seen through episode four so far. I started to watch the very beginning of episode five and I was like, I can't keep doing this. I can't keep watching this show without talking about this show to someone all the time <laughs> 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 alan let's do a podcast such is the curse of
1: podcast of of being a podcaster is i like this thing too much great now i have to make a show about it fuck
0: i have to sell it to people yep exactly it's 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 such a great thing uh our next contestant is uh sung Yu kim or sung q kim because romanization is weird it's sung you and my subtitles so whatever we'll go with that um, he's a singer in a boy band and an actor, and he's probably the biggest, like, I like star, like, celebrity on this show. I love him. And he also comes across as, like, a really friendly airhead.
1: Yeah, he's just the big dum-dum. <laughs> he's so, I fucking love him. He's a babe and a half, first of all. Sorry. Not sorry. Um, he's yeah. super charming. He'll go along with anything anyone tells him. Uh, <laughs> and he's
0: just here to have a good and pure time yeah yeah there's a there's a point we'll get we'll talk about like the different strategies and and plans that everybody tosses around but like they're going through and they're going like okay like like minsu what's your plan like junho what's your plan uh, sung what's your plan i am trying to figure out the rules like okay <laughs> buddy <the> <laughs> <in the> world! <laughs> oh what oh, a sweetie so what a sweetie and then we have uh junseok lee who is a politician and entrepreneur uh, not that much to say about about this guy. Um, he's the boy mayor. He's so so really like, young if to be you, a If you're listening to this, we're going to assume you watched the first episode with us. So spoilers, he goes home. So we're not going to learn oh. very much about him this show. Yeah. Sadly. Tragically. Uh, next we have uh, Song Min Lee, uh, singer, songwriter, music producer, TV personality, and indisputably the best person on this show. Oh, wow. What a, oh, he's so good. Wow. Uh, wow. If you want to know what particular type of scumbag I am, learning that I love Sungmin should really explain a lot. Uh, he's, he's the best. Oh, man. We'll talk about it. He's, we'll he, talk do, about he makes it. some moves, and I love it.
1: He does a thing I don't like.
0: Oh, man, you don't like it? Oh. I don't
1: know. I mean, it's so mean. Why would you do that?
0: Come on. Oh, anyway. you got to come to play, Alan. That's true. All right. Our last contestant. Is Yunjin Park, who is a TV personality, actress, and weather reporter. Oh, and with that, we now know everyone competing in season one of the Genius. Unless there's a late season edition, I wouldn't know that. I, don't think I doubt it.
1: I think yeah. no. I I think that the other cool thing about the show is that, like, even though the machinations between rounds are uh, are like complicated, the fundamental like you are eliminating one person a week. We started with this many people, we will end with one person. It's, like, very mm-hmm. straightforward, and I don't seem like they're going to mess with that.
0: And I feel like the, like the cinematography and the editing of the show really respects your intelligence a lot. Because, like, I mean, they do have, like, times where they're like, we're breaking down what this person just said, right? But, like, in general, they present to you information that, like, would be obvious to the people in the competition at the time. And then, like, if someone is doing some, like, tricky thing, they just don't tell you. And they're like, no, you'll figure it out, or maybe you won't, and it'll be a nice reveal at the end. But they, they like, they don't break down every little thing in a way that I like.
1: Right? They don't like because they do uh, do this thing that I was going to ask you what you think about it, but like the superimposed text uh, with the like reactions and people like like the arrows and and tra- like brief translations of people's thoughts. Um, mm-hmm. it, it gives it a lot of personality. I think it's a very common thing in in Korean television is to mm-hmm. do that. Uh, but even like when the biggest moment of the episode happens, they don't like stop to talk about it. They're just like, yeah, that happened. Hope you were looking. Cause in 30 minutes, we're going to be like, Hey, remember that thing? This is going to change the fundamental nature of this episode by, like, yeah, yeah, it's pretty wild.
0: Um, I'm still trying to figure out what I think about the, like the sort of like, I mean, like basically like emoji that they pop up on screen right like yeah they're indicating that someone is like really embarrassed or they're indicating that someone is annoyed at someone else like it's, it's these little like tone and mood indicators but i guess i think it's the kind of thing that if you knew these people and you were in the room you would get the vibe for but doesn't really convey over a tv show so i guess i i appreciate their their presence
1: yeah it's and it, like I said, it gives it a lot of personality. Like, I, mm-hmm. wa- when I went into this, I was like, I don't know. I used to watch a lot of reality shows, like, a long time ago. Uh, I stopped because I was just like, this is vapid and feels like a waste of my life. Um, And it's, like, making me think worse about other people because you just kind of start to think everyone acts like that. But mm-hmm. there, uh, just the way that the show is, like, really nice and kind of charming um, made me immediately, like, brought me back in. And I was like, all right, okay. Alright, I respect this a lot. And the emoji thing makes it feel more friendly and less like biting at each, like biting at each other's throats, you know?
0: Yeah, like one of the things I, I told you when I was trying to sell you on this show is like, it's a reality show, but it's not done the way that American like Western reality shows are done. They're not trying to make everyone look stupid. They're like, everyone here is a celebrity and they're trying to like have a good time and maybe win some money, but also preserve their reputation because they're famous and they make a living on their personalities so they're also like the show is trying to make them look good and they're trying to get by and do their schemes without looking too bad themselves so it's never that mean
1: yeah it's a very fr- i mean it's because it, on one hand it is a very friendly show but on the other hand like when people backstab each other you're invest. It, you manage to still be invested even though nobody is like breaking down mm-hmm. like nobody gets angry nobody screams or cusses everyone respectfully like accepts when they've been fucked over mm-hmm. and knows how to fuck other people over in a way that's not like a personal attack. It's so weird, like mature for the genre to be honest. Like
0: yeah, you get those you get those points where someone has like really been betrayed and they're mostly just sort of incredulous and like wow, I guess I should have seen this coming. Dang. And it's like Yeah, we'll it's talk good. about
1: that one in the, one of my favorite parts of that in the deathmatch section, but
0: hmm. Yeah. So, <sighs> well We'll explain this first uh, main match, which is the 1-2-3 game. Basically, the way this game works is it's very simple. We have, every player has nine cards. They have three cards with a one on them, three cards with two, three cards with three. You go up to a little table, and you have little matchups where you play cards, and the highest card wins. If you win, you get a point. You want the most points. Within that rule set, you can bend the rules kind of however you want. There's no violence or theft, they say explicitly. But the fact that they say that explicitly should indicate that they expect you to look look for loopholes and ways around the rules.
1: Yeah, it's definitely encouraging you to think about like how would how how do you expect people to mess each other up in this? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your what do you think is going to happen? Because when they subvert that, also it's like oh, I didn't even I didn't even think they would do that. That's awesome.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the other thing is. Uh, you must use up all your cards if you have a card left when the game ends, you get zero points.
1: oh right, yes,
0: now, fortunately, I have some records for these for these first couple of episodes. I have the history of my d m s with the person who told me to watch this show, where as I was watching, I was like, "Here's what I would do early on in the episode. Oh, nice, so for this first episode here was here was my six strat after I heard the rules. It was twofold. I had two ideas: one is they said no theft and no violence. I wonder if I'd be allowed to slip a card into someone's pocket without them noticing, and then they'd get to, they'd get zero points because they still had a card left over. That was thought one. Smart. Probably they would say no though, because Pro- one of the things is in all of these games the hosts are there who are just like people who who like make sure that you're playing by the rules and they facilitate the game, and you can ask them like, "Is this okay?" And probably if I'd asked that one if it was okay, they probably would have said no.
1: Yeah, I love. Sorry, I just really like those hosts. That they're just there, and it's their job to be like, "Yep, that's allowed. Mm-mm, that's allowed too. Uh, that's dubious. Mm-hmm. That's your whole job. <laughs> it's just to to be a manifest, a literal like physical Big Brother instead of like pretending. Because because again, reality TV, like Big Brother, the television show, for example, you kind of have to buy into the the fantasy that the characters don't know that they're being that they're on a show, mm-hmm. or that they don't know that they're being watched. Um, these these people know they're being watched. They go to this house. There's all these people that are like eyeballing them the whole time. You can't really get full privacy anywhere. They know there's a camera in every room, and there isn't any room for like that much duplicity in that way. That you're that you're thinking, like putting the card in the pocket. Because mm-hmm. someone's just gonna see you. Like you can't.
0: Yeah. Do yeah. If you're it. doing something duplicitous, it has like it has been endorsed by the rules because there's no way not to get caught. Precisely. Um, yeah. Which is something we'll talk about in a bit. I think. Um, the other strategy I came up with, which is pretty similar to one of the strategies that ended up being used, was, like, I would talk to my partner and have them give me their threes in it in exchange for, you know, a promise that I would keep them alive if I won. I think that would have worked.
1: Bye. Yeah, that's, I mean, they, some people, I think tr- some people do try that, if I'm not mistaken, like, uh, mm-hmm. they'll say, you know, I, I'm gonna lose to you three times and you're gonna lose to me three times, and then we'll both have a bunch of threes, and then we can beat everybody else. Yeah which is like the most basic strategy and goes really well until it doesn't <laughs> until the other person doesn't, doesn't play right, play fair with you.
0: Yeah. Uh, so we have, um uh, we'll, t- we'll talk about the various strategies that seem to be presented as, the, as the challenge goes on. First off, we have teacher Cha, AKA Minsu, who is the one who says it's very simple. And he basically explains like, okay, because we have an odd number of players, one person will have to have a card left over and they'll get zero points. And then also, if you have one partner and you trade wins, you can both have three wins. And right. That's kind of like a dummy strategy that he gives people to waste their time, right? Yeah, because that's that's a crap strategy. That's not <laughs> like that's not going to win the game. It'll probably keep you alive. You probably won't get last, but like, it's not anything. So, no, exactly. Uh, Sungyu strategy, as we mentioned, is to figure out the rules. Um, he does, however, take a moment to point out that Song Min sounds like he's really he's really confused and clueless, which is pretty hilarious coming from Sung Yu.
1: Be nice to the boy.
0: uh he's a good boy. He's just he's just a little he's a little he's a little, uh, little dense. Yeah,
1: I love uh, him. I won't I won't accept any slander. I'm, actually,
0: I mean, I want you know, everyone's here because they're pretty smart, right? Yeah. I wonder if he's playing everyone. I wonder if he's oh not my that god, nice and he's just being the nice boy that can be manipulated.
1: Absolutely. Oh, I hope so. I really strongly hope so. Because maybe because I don't think that there's a like stereotype in Korea that K-pop people are stupid. Like they obviously they know it be- over there better than a lot of people here do. That if you're in K-pop, it means a you're probably very smart. B you're incredibly talented, and C you're committed. I love him so much. He's my favorite.
0: You know what? He's my favorite. Okay. You know, he's he's allowed to be your favorite. I'll 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 permit it. <laughs> Thank you. I'm I'm just giving like that. Um so the uh the other uh strategies going on is uh Gura Songmin and Pung form an alliance to sort of like to to play kingmaker uh basically. Um Jinho wants to get rid of uh Junseok because he feels like they look too similar and he wants to get rid of his lookalike.
1: <laughs> That's true.
0: They just, they, they style their hair a little differently, but, you know, that's just, that's just for today. They'll style their hair differently the next day, and who knows, who knows who it could be. Uh, Chung Yup and Jung Moon are both, uh, college students, and like, you know, kind of have this, like, slightly fl- flirty thing going on, so they form an alliance. Uh, Kyung Ran runs around eavesdropping on everyone. Uh, Same, that's what I would do. Even, like, you know, this is my second time watching it, but even my first time, there's this moment where Jin Ho is talking is talking over strategy, and he's like, "I don't know if nine wins is enough." And I'm like, "Are you crazy? <laughs> of course, nine wins is enough. What are you talking about?" Um. And then ultimately, we end up with a six person alliance of uh, Gura, Songmin Pung, Min Soo, uh, Kyung Ran, and Sung Yu, who so they just sort of like, "We'll make Sung Yu win." And he won't really know what's going on, but he'll win, and he'll be happy, and it'll be great. <laughs> they just want to make the precious boy happy.
1: Oh, my precious. Don't we all?
0: Uh, so we get to a point in the competition where every, almost everyone has used up their ones and twos, and now everyone's just tying everywhere. Because everyone's like, oh, I'll just use up my low level cards, and then, you know, and then I'll win with my threes. And it's like, it's really not that simple, which is part of what gets, almost stops Jin Ho from, from, pulling out the win, but he manages to pull out a joint win. Uh, Sung Yoo and Jin Ho win with six. This leaves uh Minseo as loser, and she gets to pick one person to go to the DM with her, which is Jun Seok, And we will talk about that after our break for homework. Woo! Alan. Hello. I know it was at the beginning of the episode, so probably people remember, but you know, well, we'll cut you some slack in case you don't. What was the homework that you assigned to me to check out?
1: Well, Six, I'm glad you asked. Uh, I assigned you to read a comic book that I read in college, um, specifically the first volume of Jonathan Hickman's The Manhattan Project. Uh, Manhattan Projects? Is it plural? Yes, plural. It is plural. It is indeed plural. That's cool, because there's more than one project. Indeed. Uh, it It is a uh, sci-fi um, sort of like weird revisionist history comic about how what if all the smartest people from the 20th century uh formed uh like evil alliance and just like built terrible shit together and then nothing happened <laughs> what did you think of that manhattan project
0: So, I mean, okay, so, as part of my report, let's talk back. So, we, we have, we have, we have people like, like, uh, Oppenheimer, we have Einstein, we have, uh, Fenman, we have all these famous scientists. We have, you know, the, uh, Werner von Braun.
1: Who I like a lot.
0: We have an AI version of FDR, uh, because, okay. Um, and they're all together working on the Manhattan Projects. Uh, the Manhattan Project to develop the bomb is just a cover, and really, they're into that deep science. Um, I guess I should cut to the quick and say I didn't like it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, I I I don't know. There were. I felt like it just was trying a little too. I I think there would have been a point in my life where I liked this this a lot. Yeah. But, like, the way they go out of the way to be like, look at all these famous people and how shitty they are. And, like, it's just, like, it's just, like, too much to me. Uh, there's also a point where, like, the Japanese attack and they, they drop in, like, a, like, Shinto archway that spews out, like, fat Japanese samurai robots. And I'm like, "Uh, this isn't great. Uh huh. This is actually bad. Um, yeah, I, i don't know so
1: here's the thing jonathan hickman um was a comic i had like a huge comic book phase in college uh it started with reading saga which came out right when i started college in 2012 whoops i'm aged myself there uh and i was like all right brian K. Vaughn, he's the best he's my favorite i love him i read why the last man in high school this is the best this is comics and then uh i got into like matt fraction stuff and his wife's casey deconic and Uh, Warren Ellis. And I was like, all right, there's like a sort of indie inside of comics that's a a lot more interesting. Um, And then they, the thing is that a lot of independent comics writers are all like good friends. uh, And they kept recommending works from their buddy, Jonathan Hickman. And uh, he got famous for um, doing a lot of like, I I would actually say kind of interesting stuff with the Avengers uh, around the same time. Uh, he was kind of the one that that led to uh, writing what would eventually become Secret Wars, the sort of like Marvel, what if all the villains won? Universe event that they did a couple years back, um, that they've just recently like been backpedaling. <laughs> so, so he really likes sort of like taking the thing you know and then like messing with it. Uh, the problem is that like this in particular, Manhattan Project, it doesn't. There's like no. Op, it's it's very unoptimistic. Mhm. And just kind of like gross and it's just like watch these like bad people be bad. That's what's going to happen. Is they're going to and they're not friends. They don't like each other. Everyone's a villain. Uh it's just a show about villains hating each other and being terrible to each other.
0: Yeah, and it, I mean it's like so we or start a, off like, with like, like the the first the first arc is like with Oppenheimer and it's like oh, it's not really uh Robert Oppenheimer, the the one you know from history. It's Joseph Oppenheimer, his evil twin brother who gains knowledge through cannibalism and it's like okay and he ate his sure. brother yeah and it's like i didn't love that but it's like okay that's fine i guess and it's like oh check it out here's albert einstein but it's not really albert einstein <laughs> albert einstein opened up a dimensional gate and then evil albert einstein killed him and took his place and i'm just like this is bad actually
1: oh my god isn't oppenheimer also the like because he has all these personalities, they, like, manifest as these, like, red characters jumping around like idiots in his brain. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot. I'm, like, looking at pictures of it right now.
0: It sounds like you're wondering about yourself in retrospect. Well... Is that accurate? Or... I
1: I had weird... The thing is, I just tried a lot of stuff. I don't think I loved sure. this comic when I was reading it. Like, I read... T- I just read a lot. I was just, like, very well-read for a while there. And then I kind of stopped caring because comics is an incredibly expensive hobby. Sure. Uh... But I don't know. I I definitely... I thought it was fun, and the fact that the plot was kind of convoluted, which is a very common thing with Jonathan Hickman's work, is like, why are these people acting this way? What's going on? It's the same reason I like Gundam Wing. Uh, Ahem, ahem. Uh, (laughs) It's fun to not know what's going on sometimes. Uh, But I don't like that. I don't care about that shit anymore. Like, that's not... That's, like, the closest thing I had to an edgy phase, was being like, oh, yeah, Hickman's work, like, doesn't make any sense, and there's just, like, time portals, and paradoxes and everyone's make everyone's inhuman and weird and that's that's comics right there
0: that's that's he's talking about the real shit that's real life he's talking about my everyday life I feel I feel represented here yeah no that's fair and yeah as I say like I think there would have been there would have been also like I think probably when I was around the same age I probably would have been way more into this but as is I just kind of got a little like there are parts of it I definitely liked but overall I just got kind of exasperated with it
1: yeah, so. the, the the other thing is, um, so this comic got canceled. It's no longer going on. Uh, hmm. It didn't. It never sold extremely well. The early volumes had a lot of good press because you could. You, it was one of those comics you could easily sell as like it's like what if all of the historical figures were bad guys? And of the dog was also there. <laughs> the dog is the most likable character.
0: Are they even in the first volume? No, I didn't know that there was a Leica thing.
1: Yeah, Leica's like a major character later on. Uh, he just has a spacesuit on all the time, or she? I forget. She, yes, she has. The- unless, <laughs> unless
0: that's an alternate t- timeline thing. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: evil brother. Uh, no, it's it it it, it kind of plays with more. They add more characters, but it doesn't like particularly get better. Um, the thing is that this was his like side project. Like most popular comics writers, end up having like side comics that they write that they put out like once every couple of months and. They have their diehard fan base, and then people forget about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this was his like. I just wanted to do fun stuff with sci-fi, but I don't know. It's it's like not fun. That's that's no. my problem with it. Yeah, I tried. I tried going back and reading some of it because I actually own this first volume, uh, physically, uh, as a as a nice little uh, like a nice package. Um, and I kind of like. I like the coloring. Um, yeah. I think, I think the coloring is really vivid and cool and conveys a lot. I don't like the way anyone looks. I mean, there's the dude
0: who's a glowing skull in a jar. He's okay. He's all right.
1: He's a pal. Is that Fermi, I believe? Uh, sounds right. I think so. Um, no, the thing is everyone intentionally looks really gross. It almost looks like Beavis and Butthead <laughs> or some shit. It's like very, like, scratchy lines, uh, very, like, not clear – Um, everyone just looks kind of gross, which it's very appropriate, but it's like not a pleasant comic to look at.
0: Yeah. Uh, I
1: don't know. I just, I wanted to see what, uh, a a fellow intelligent person experiencing something from that era of my life that I've like completely erased. Like, what does that look like to you? So that's why I was curious.
0: Sure. A fellow intelligent person. Well, if I see one, I'll let you know. Oh, Uh, let's get back to the DM. (laughs) So the death match this week was the winning streak game which is a uh, special version of Rock, Paper, Scissors, where the two deathmatch contestants get to play against the rest of the cast. They are aiming to get as many consecutive Rock, Paper, Scissors wins as possible.
1: Hell yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Rock, Paper, Scissors as intense competition is the best.
0: So one of the things that I see said a lot by people who have watched a lot more of uh of the genius of other seasons and stuff is that basically all the death matches and se- almost all the death matches in season one kind of suck. Really? And this one certainly seems very simple. I mean, it's, it's basically like there's a little bit of diplomacy, but this one's basically just a popularity contest. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Ultimately. Yeah. It's, it's like, who do I like and who do I want to? Yeah, that's true.
0: Mm-hmm. So that seems like a, it just seems like a little, a little bit, basic there's not a lot of, of planning it's just sort of like who can you convince that you're cool kind of <laughs> <laughs> um, who can
1: you convince that fun. you're cool and fun mm-hmm. uh, and you want to see them it's it's like them convincing each other to stay on the show almost yeah come on i'm cool i'm good i'm fun. i'll be a fun dy- i'll we can have a fun dynamic or like an alliance later that'll work mm-hmm. uh rock paper scissors is inherently kind of fun but not very fun yeah it's like it's it's a little bit more mentally taxing than tic-tac-toe in that it's very quick to see who's going to win. Uh, it becomes a little bit of a mind game, but ultimately you can just kind of game it and either like your strategies really boil down to play the same hand over and over again or uh, be a maverick and don't never play the same hand. That's it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Uh,
1: so it's not like... The first half of the show, of the episode is like, oh, man, there's all these mind games and, like, smart stuff going on. And then it's just like, and now we're going to play the simplest elementary school game in the
0: world. But. But. There's a stinger with this version. So uh, uh, Minsu manages to pull out the win. Uh, Junseek loses. And this is mostly because of a deal that Minseo stri- strikes with Jinho, where she gives him a garnet in exchange for him giving her the win. Right? Mm-hmm. But, Alan, weird thing is, <laughs> oh. she doesn't lose a garnet when that happens. Right. How, how does that happen?
1: Mm. Are right, wait, uh, sorry, are we referring to the stealing thing, or are we referring to the,
0: the deception uh, thing? Ah, excuse me. <laughs> I, I think the whole thing. I think the whole thing.
1: So... There is a shot. There's a lot of fun moments in the first half where people are just like having deals, and then someone else walks in and they're like, um, please go away. Please go away. We're having, we're <laughs> doing deals. I'm doing deals. Please. Which I imagine is how government works exactly.
0: Uh, and, and probably, and since it's Gura, probably how he handles most of his interpersonal relationships. Right. That's
1: exactly. That's all his dates.
0: Uh, and, yeah. So sometimes people will walk in and then,
1: like, everyone will leave together because they're like, hey, guys, we got to, like, let's go do deals somewhere else.
0: Uh, I'm flirting. Please go away. I'm flirting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can you give me five minutes? Uh, and then uh, one of the guys leaves his, uh, his his
0: garnet on the table like a fool, like a complete yeah, fool. Yeah, Jin, Jin-ho forgets his garnet behind as Jin-ho. he leaves. Please, and Jinho. And Song-min picks it up and he sort of turns the camera and he's like, I mean, he left it. Can I just take it? And it's sort of like this like this nice joke, and then the camera cuts.
1: <laughs> and then, yeah, there's like a commercial break there, because you're like, that's, di- di-
0: you can totally do that. They do say at the beginning, like, you have to, like, the garnet is a physical thing. You have to keep it. And they say, no stealing. And they say, no violence. But lost and found might be okay. <laughs> I didn't
1: take it from him. He just didn't take it himself. Uh-huh. Which is kind of where we got the idea in our game
0: for yeah, yeah. Um it's it's why it's called the Jinho of course. Um <laughs> And so he he takes the garnet, he gives it to Minseo and he's like Minseo, you use this to barter and give it back to Jinho because all we're actually doing it is returning it to Jinho because he lost it. We're not taking it from him, but we're just making him think that it's a gift in order to assure his vote and it works. <sighs> now i've gotten in arguments with people over this moment before what did you think
1: of of the of the mo- of the taking it or of them trying to give it back
0: w- w- do you think this whole affair was like against the rules do you think it was crummy
1: um two I, separate questions i think it's a really it's it's interesting enough that i don't care that it's against, it's probably against the rules uh but it's so murky because the rules say, get to say no stealing. He didn't steal it. He just mm-hmm. found it. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's crummy? Yeah, he's an asshole. It's fun to have heels on what? your show. It's he's f- great. Fuck you. He's got fun glasses, and that's about it. <laughs> he's uh. The thing is, you'll uh, see. He's hilarious. I, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to like get over this whole like I only like the nice people because you can't just like all of my nice people are gonna get kicked off the show. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna be left with just like savage, mean, pe- mean, meanies. <laughs> I don't,
0: ah, uh, I feel like you're, you're being, you're being, <sighs> Songman came here to, I, I feel like Songman came here to play and to have a good time. I feel like this was like, this was really like mischievous and kind of like a little, it's, it's rough, it's a little rough, but like, okay, so first off, it's not against the rules because he did it on camera and turned to a cameraman and said, is this okay? Obviously, the cameraman must have said yes. Right. Um, as far as is it crummy, like. Yes. I, I would have done it. Really? Yeah. Hell, I mean, I don't know if I would have thought of it. I'm not that smart. That's, yeah, that's my thing is I wouldn't have thought to do this. Like, 100%. I think it's, it's totally fine. I, I think it's, it's a really smart and funny and great move. And I think it's fantastic. I'm completely on board. Songwind is my favorite and you will see more of him in future episodes being fantastic.
1: Okay, I love it. I'm back on. <sighs> we were talking earlier about how there's a moment in the rock paper scissors game where someone gets betrayed. I don't I, I'm sorry. I'm like still learning the character names. I'm going to learn them more and more and match them to people's faces better. Uh but basically two people make an alliance and do the whole like you lose 3, I lose 3 and then uh One of them loses three and she goes, all right, now it's time for you to play and you're going to lose. And he's like, I'm not going to play anymore. Mm -hmm. I took my three wins. And then she just goes, like, looks to the camera and she's like, oh, I was betrayed. Oh, all right. Well,
0: (laughs) here we are, I guess.
1: Yeah, like, here we are. I guess we just kind of go from here. And she does react to it like, oh, I don't trust that guy anymore, obviously. But Mm -hmm. she isn't, like, mad. She doesn't confront him. She's just like, well, shit. And that's kind of inspiring, that's kind of like yeah a good way to live your life It's like just go deal with it and live.
0: Yeah, she's she's not happy and she's gonna use this going forward. But for now, it's like okay, well, this is where we are. Let's figure out where we go now. Right,
1: exactly. Ugh, I love that that's, was the moment honestly that sold me on this whole show.
0: Future episodes are gonna be fantastic. I'm excited, but for now, I think that's that's gonna be it for episode one of the Garnet Wager. We are ending this with uh, Alan having one Garnet. And me having none,
1: one shiny garnet.
0: But uh, do you want to make a bet? We could make a bet. You could make a wager. A bet? I, I can't make. I can't actually make a wager because I don't have any garnets, so I can't wager anything. <laughs> but we'll figure it out. You I'll, can. I'll, you, I'll, you can I'll, bet your future garnets. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that right now. Maybe next episode. Maybe okay. next episode I'll get desperate when I lose the next the next match as well. The next challenge.
1: <laughs> when you inevitably do. <laughs> All right, sounds like a plan.
0: But for now. Let's just talk about the plug zone, Alan. Wh- plug plug your plug your Pl- electronics <laughs> into the wall socket. Plug, plug your shit.
1: Six. Charge your phone. <laughs> plug zone where you charge your phone. Uh, hi, I'm Alan. You can listen to me on a lot of podcasts. For one, we have uh, I'm on Chats, a television podcast that's um, found wherever you listen to podcasts. Right now, we're watching the newsroom. It's a bad HBO show that me and my best friend Magellan watch. and uh, We talk about how terrible it is and how offensive it is, but we have a good time and we kind of like use it to talk about the news and our world and media in the broader sense. Um, I also uh, co-host Fireside Friends, which is a monthly podcast that I host with my friends Ryan and Katie. Uh, where we kind of break it into two halves, sort of like the show where the first half we, um, pick a topic and just kind of break it down something about pop culture. And then the second half we do like a media club, like a shared experience. And we have a good, it's good friends. I like to do podcasts with my good friends. That's why I'm on this one also.
0: Oh, thank Aww. you. I like to do podcasts with good friends too. Like what? Uh, Well, do you have any social media you want to plug before I take over?
1: Sure. If you want to follow me on the the online, I can be found at Alan Ibrahim. That's A-L-L-E-N I-B-R-A-H I-M.
0: And uh, I am Six Detmar, and not to be competitive, but I'm on more podcasts than Alan. Uh, So, I am on uh, Bottle Crew Reborn. That's a Dota 2 podcast. You can find that anywhere. Uh, I am on uh, Novel Not New, which is a visual novel podcast on the Abnormal Mapping Network. You can find that one anywhere uh i am on neutral game that's a fighting game podcast again basically anywhere uh i am on oops all anime that is a patron only podcast you can only find on the patron for a patreon for me and my friend jen which is patreon.com scanline media we also do other articles and stuff it's not just that one podcast but it is a podcast where we watch and talk about Various anime, often with guests, and it's it's a really good time. We get really upset. It's fun.
1: <laughs> it's a good time. We get really upset. Sounds like anime. Yes,
0: yes, yes, yes it does. Uh, I'm probably on some other shows that I'm forgetting that are less less big of a deal. Um, and if you want to find me on 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 that twit land on the on the tweeters, you can find me at six Detmar s i x d e t t m a r. Wow. But Until next time, folks, which we'll be covering episode two, my sign-off phrase. I don't have one, okay? Listen, I was going to come up with something as I thought there, and I didn't. Peace out.
1: Bye.